Hello and welcome to the Crying Burns Calories podcast. I'm your host, Katie Saltzman, personal trainer, nutrition coach, entrepreneur, creator, and expert in teaching women how to take back control of their health, their mindset, and their happiness. Most of you know me as a nutrition coach, but this podcast and this platform is going to be so much more. This is a place where I want to be able to talk about it all. Yes, of course, health and fitness, but also relationships, social media, adulting, hormones, just life. I want this podcast to cover all the ups and downs, and I want you to know that you're not alone. Ultimately, I'm here to give you the confidence to break through what's holding you back, to embrace who you fully are and show up authentically in life. Because life is messy. It's not perfect and it's not meant to be. So grab your wine, a drink, or if you're like me, that chocolate or that ice cream, because it's time to take our stories and the things we go through and make them our superpower. It's time to laugh, cry, learn, and understand that we are all in this together. So let's dive in. So this is not at all the podcast that I had planned for today, but it is what is on my heart. So I felt like I needed to honestly just hit record and speak from the heart. And I truly love being able to share the ups and downs of everything, of life, of business, of being a woman. This is a platform, and I say it in the beginning of this podcast, where I want to be able to talk about it all. And I think talking about it all requires a certain level of vulnerability. It's very easy for me to just put a smile on my face and pretend like everything is okay. It definitely takes some work to be able to openly share things that I'm working through. But I also think there's so much power in that. And there are a lot of ups and downs in life and you can easily be misunderstood. And I'm working through this in real time. So to give a little context to this podcast, I decided to do a post last week where I was talking about normalizing things in your 30s. And this is a post that was created for my community because that's who I create for is my community, women to help them feel seen, heard, and supported. I wasn't expecting this post to go viral, so it has very easily been taken out of context. And also, like, keep in mind, when you're creating content, like for me personally, I really try not to overthink it. I have a lot of fun with content, with teaching, with learning, with telling a story. A lot of that comes in dancing form, as you guys know, and a lot of times you say things or you type a caption or you do a post and I don't think, what is the world going to think of this, right? Because I really try and drop the judgments of other people. I don't live my life trying to people please anymore and make everyone else comfortable. I try and have fun and spread happiness and joy and also vulnerability and realness and spread my message. Um, And so I did this post really without even thinking about how is this coming across to other people. Um, Some lessons learned in that for me, but at the end of the day, I still stand by, I'm not creating content for everyone in the world. I'm creating content for my community and content that's on my heart. 
But in this particular post, I talked about things we need to normalize in our 30s. And the first one I said is divorce. Like, let's normalize divorce. And I went on to say, normalize, you know, therapy and being single and learning how to dance again and just things that I've worked through, but also things that I've been judged for and criticized for in my 30s, for not having kids yet, for, you know, getting a divorce, for going through a season of being single. And what's so funny about a lot of these things that I put in the post is these are things that I've worked through over the last three or four years that maybe don't relate to my life right now, but I've been having a lot of conversations with women on the internet just about my story and how much it meant to them that I share it. And so this post just kind of made itself from these conversations. So, so sort of playing devil's advocate here, to be honest, I totally understand how it was taken out of context when I said normalized divorce. Um, it doesn't help that I was dancing <laughs> in the post either, but normalized divorce, I wasn't celebrating it. I wasn't saying this is normal and everybody should do it and marriage isn't that big of a deal or that big of a commitment. That wasn't at all what I was saying. What I was saying was let's normalize talking about it. Let's normalize making women that have been through a divorce feel just as whole and just as human and understand that they are just as worthy as women that have happy marriages as women that are single, right? We all deserve a seat at the table, but society doesn't view it like that. Society views women that don't have kids that aren't married, that have been through a divorce as less than and talking about it. Like there's a big stigma around it. Like we should be ashamed of it and we shouldn't speak on it. And honestly, I'm just not here for that. So when I said normalized divorce, I truly meant like, let's make women that have been through this feel normal because guess what? You are. I wasn't cheering everybody on to get a divorce or celebrating it or trying to set a bad example, but this post has um, created rage on the internet is the best way to put it. I've never had a post happen where I've upset so many people. I don't usually post a lot of controversial things. I'm a very big believer in um, it depends. It depends on the situation. It depends on the reasoning behind it, whether that's our health and fitness, whether that's our business, whether that's anything is it's, if it's, you know, in your best interest, if it's for your mental and emotional health, regardless of the situation, I am not here to judge you or your life whatsoever. Um, I have women that I work with on every different aspect and end of the spectrum that you could possibly think. And I love and care about each one individually. And I help them individually based on who they are as a human, not what their life looks like. But um, I have received so much backlash that I honestly don't know what to do. I, even last night, I just, I started crying to Max because I have DMs coming in telling me that I should unalive myself. I have DMs saying that I'm a disgusting human and I'm what's wrong with America. Um, I have people making fun of me in the comments, you know, men saying that I'm a clown and I'm going to be single forever. And um, look, there's a certain part of me that do I care what other people on the internet think? No. And it's easy to say, just ignore it. But when Instagram is your business and you're consistently opening up each day to hateful messages and having to delete things and getting really, really hateful DMs that would tear anybody down, it becomes really, really hard to separate yourself from that. And on top of that, this post, I lost over a thousand followers from the post. And when I sit here and think about it, I really think that 
these are people that are probably not my ideal clients, right? They probably didn't know context around it or know me because I think if you do know context or story behind it, or you've been following my page for a long time, you would know my meaning behind that. And you would know my reasoning behind all of that. But um, I also understand that not a lot of people have understood that. So on the other side of it, it's also created a lot of connection. It's also created a lot of amazing conversations. And just as many hateful messages I'm getting in my DMs, I'm also getting messages of love and support and understanding and Yes, I lost about a thousand followers from that post, but I've also gained about like 1200 followers. So there's pros and cons to each of it. But I think the biggest lesson for me is really having to sit back and understand um, that it is not my job to micro explain things to people, to micro explain my meaning, my context, my heart. And I really felt like that was my job this whole weekend and I wasn't present at all and it really distracted me. And I went in and replied to so many comments and honestly, I gave my energy in a way that I probably shouldn't have because all it did was upset my nervous system trying to read and respond and look, when you're dealing with trolls on the internet, the response you're going to get, they're never going to be like, oh my gosh, like this makes total sense. They're always going to come back with something even hateful and even more degrading. Um, So that was a big lesson learned from me is understanding that uh, my character is really what I think of myself, not what other people think of me. And it's not my job to micro explain things to anyone on the internet. But I also think it's really hard. And this is one of the reasons why I wanted to record the podcast is like, we want to be liked and we want to be understood and we want things to be taken in the right way. It's who we are just as humans. But sometimes you have to be willing to be misunderstood by a few people in order to make an impact, in order to have your message be heard, in order to really receive things in the right way. And that's what I think is the most important lesson for me in this is understanding that I'm being misunderstood by thousands online and ripped apart by thousands online, but I'm also being understood by a lot. And if you're a woman sitting here and like you want to make an impact in this world and you want to be remembered for who you are as a person, it means that not everyone is going to like you. And of course, it's human nature. We want people to like us. It doesn't feel good when people disagree with you. It doesn't feel good when people tear you down. But it says so much about who they are as humans and not who I am as a person. And I think part of this has been a little bit of heartbreak for me, just that even if I did mean normalized divorce as if they're taking it, which I didn't, but even if that was the case, to message another human that and to be able to say these things to people, to me is just so sad that that is what social media has become. Because social media in the beginning was really excited. And remember, it was created for connection. It was created to bring people together And it's done the opposite. It's driven a wedge between people. And you're not allowed to say anything on the internet with getting, you know, anything controversial, even the least bit controversial without getting completely teared down and teared apart. And that's what makes me so sad is I'm not a, I'm not scared of opposing opinions. I'm not scared of conversation or controversy, but I'm not here for disrespect. I'm not here to tear people down. Um, I'm not here to make comments on what people look like. I just think it's so sad that 
that this is what social media has come down to. And I've had to do a lot of like reevaluating this weekend on like my character and being misunderstood and what that means and not having to give my energy back to over explain myself to people. But I think at the end of the day, for me, this all comes down to this is not about me. I have triggered something in these people, or maybe this is what they've learned their whole lives, or maybe these are just absolute trolls on the internet that have nothing to do with me. And I know my character and I know my heart and I know um, my meaning behind all of it. And that is what I really have to live with. And I'm still sitting here, to be honest, like going back and forth between do I just archive this post? Like, is it even worth my energy? Is it worth feeling like this? Um, The other part of me is like, yeah, but then these people win and you just really need to speak your truth. And it's a lot of thoughts around this and it still feels a little bit chaotic in my head. Um, And I wanted to record this when this felt chaotic, just because again, I think it's so important to show things in real time and not just see the highlight reel of people's lives and the highlight reel of business, because there are ups and downs and there are a lot of ugly cries. Um, But I think at the end of the day, if you're listening to this and you're resonating at all, and maybe you're like a, you know, healing people pleaser or you're always worried about the opinions of other people is that we're not here to live our lives to make other people feel comfortable. And at the end of the day, if I were to sit here and say only happy marriages and only this and you know do things the right way and live life in this box that we're told to live in, I wouldn't have the community I have. I wouldn't have the following that I have. I wouldn't have the female support and I wouldn't be able to support females like I do. Um, My story is far from probably ideal, far from the conservative background that I grew up in, but um, that's really special to me because my story took a lot of courage and the things that I've worked through in life has taken a lot of courage and that makes me who I am. And I wouldn't have what I have today if I lived life trying to make everyone else comfortable. And I don't want you to live life trying to make everyone else comfortable. That doesn't mean that, hey, we should just, you know, get divorced and all celebrate it and move on and do things that totally align with us. Like also understanding that that's never going to be the easy option. It's living life that lights you up, living a life that feels good to you, making decisions that feel happy and healthy for your life and supportive that are good for your mental and emotional health. And I fully stand by what I said um, in the context behind it, because I think there are a lot of things in life that we need to normalize. And there's a lot of women out there trying to live life for other people and trying to find happiness by checking things off of a box that are not meant for their life. And what it leads to is a lot of unhappiness. I mean, there's a wild percentage of women that are on antidepressants, a wild percentage of women that are on anxiety medicine. Like we're talking like 50% of women in the US and there's a reason for that. And it's because a lot of times we feel less than for decisions we made, or we're constantly criticizing ourselves or overanalyzing things or comparing our life to somebody else when we shouldn't. We should be saying, what feels good to me? What is going to make me happy? What decisions in my life am I lighting up? What can I celebrate about myself? 
these are the things and the conversations we need to be having, but we always go towards criticism, towards tearing ourselves down, towards judgment, towards tearing other people's down. And at the end of the day, a lot of that just comes from unhealed versions of ourselves. It comes from childhood trauma. It comes from maybe not being willing to go to therapy, maybe not having a growth-based mindset. There's a lot of different ways that this can manifest just in our bodies and in our lives. Um, and at the end of the day, it's not my responsibility and it's not your responsibility. The only thing you're responsible for is who you are and your character and really saying like, do I love who I am? Do I love the way that I show up in life? And if the answer is yes, then you need to celebrate that and you need to own that on repeat because at the end of the day, this is your life. And it's what you think about you and what you think about your life, not what other people think about your life. And when you lead with that, when you lead with living a life that feels fully aligned for you and you step further away from living a life that just feels comfortable for other people, only good things can come from that. Only growth can come with that when you truly lead with your heart. And that is what I want for each and every one of you listening. If you vibe with this episode, I would love to hear from you. You know at Crying Burns Calories, we are all about community and connection and just changing the conversation about life for women. So if this episode was helpful for you, I would love if you could tag me, share it on your Instagram stories so I can thank you and also so we can just continue to get the message out and growing this amazing community.